It's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. This segment has taken a, a on a life of its own. I think if I retired today, our world-famous marriage talk segment would just keep going and going and going. Uh, it's the only place where you get the green light from corporate to talk about marriage the way we do, which is the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Look, the devil-infested Hollywood hates marriage. They hate it. Gosh, they can't write a, mo- a movie or a story or nothing where the husband and the wife love each other, honor each other, right? Praise each other. Like Hollywood can't do that. We do it. Like wingman for this... I don't know how many years now it's been. Is Robert Kosick? He wrote the book Honor the Vow. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you. So so today we're going to talk about, and you kind of introduced it in the last segment with Denise, you know, what if your marriage is the worst marriage? I got to tell you, I got a text from my wife, and if I was in a worse marriage, I would have taken on an entirely different perspective. She sent me a text and said, call me before you come home. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Don't ever send a husband a message like that. <laughs> Give me a heads up before you're coming home so I can get everything cleaned out. But uh, obviously she, she wanted me to make a stop on the way home that was in between the houses, so she wanted to make sure I didn't get too far down the road. But I started thinking, if you're in a lousy marriage, little simple things like that get taken so out of context, and, and all kinds of hell breaks loose when it shouldn't have because you misread something, zoomed something wrong because you're in this worst kind of deal. And, Anyway, it's great to be in a great marriage where you can laugh at those kind of things instead of freaking out about them. Yeah, you know what? And you're right. So it's almost like at work, it's the same thing. You're not on good terms with your boss. Yeah. Your boss walks by and doesn't say good morning. You're like, oh, what does that mean? Is he going to fire me? What's going on? Versus you're good with your boss. Boss has got a lot on his plate. You know, yep. boss just got a flat tire coming to work. So well said. Good job, Kathy, in that text. Mr. <laughs> Kosick wrote the tip. This is... Tip number 323, for better or for worse, I'll read it and he'll comment, because he's the marriage coach. He's the church deacon. I'm just a jedrul from Northeast Philadelphia. <laughs> what if it's definitely worse or less than desirable, your marriage? Most people think there are only three options for a worse marriage. Address it, ignore it, walk away from it. But there's actually a fourth option. Do all three. So let's break them down. Address it. If you're willing to fight for your marriage, there's a good chance your marriage can get better. While both have to want to fix it, both don't have to start at the same time. Starting first often encourages the other to want to do it. I thought, Mr. Kosick, that you all want to start at the same time. It would be great if you did. That, that, that's obviously the optimal deal. But there's a lot of times when one of the spouses really wants this marriage to work, and the other one's like, you know, we've tried this so many times. I think I'm just I'm kind of done. I'll wait and see what happens. And uh, it, it just gets into that kind of mode. So that, that's not a reason to then just stop trying. Uh, there's a story that I read of a, of a um, guy whose wife was just kind of checked out. He had They'd been disconnected for a long time, and she just kind of checked out. You know, the arguing stops and all that stuff. You know, there's a problem because uh, they've given up. And he just started loving her and loving her and loving her over and over again. And it took over a year. And she finally said, uh, you know, talking to her friend, she goes, how could I not love somebody who loves me that much when I've tried oh. so hard to destroy this marriage and walk away from him, get him to leave, and he won't? How could I not love him? So, so it can work. It's difficult, but it can work. And the statistics are... If the husband is the one doing that, typically, there's like an 80% chance, 70% chance he'll turn the wife around because she just wants to be loved. 
The other side of it for the wife is a little bit more difficult because the husband looks at things slightly differently. It's more of that respect factor and, and whatnot. But but you can make it work, and you encourage them to want to try as well. So so they're not trying. Don't use that as an excuse to not try. Love it. Our world famous marriage talk segment Fridays, bottom of the eight hour central. The next after address is ignore it. Some things are not healthy for a marriage and need to be addressed. Mr. Kosick writes. Other things, however, are just less than perfect or general annoyances that may just need to be ignored. They're making the marriage worse because you're allowing these things to annoy you, like watching someone chew with their mouth open or listening <laughs> to a dripping faucet. Dude, mouth open eating? Horrible. Oh. That's a, that's oh. horrible. We were at a restaurant the other day. My wife's like, well, what are you looking at? You keep looking off to the side. I said, I'm sorry. I'm just person over here is chewing with their mouth open. I want to go over and smack them. <laughs> and it gets your I wasn't even with them. And it was annoying me watching them chew with their mouth open. It just, oh, it drives me crazy. But in this particular case, there are obviously things that have to be addressed. They're unhealthy for the marriage. Address those. You go back to the first uh, part of the tip. But there are other things that are just annoying. And, and they grate on you after a while. And things that are normally normal items, if you're in a really bad marriage, they go from a level one to a level three. People start questioning whether they should even be in the marriage because you don't put the toilet seat down or you, you put the toothpaste the wrong way or something. It's just you're so sensitive that you need to take a step back at those things and reassess them and go, you know, yeah, yeah it, really, it really isn't that big of a deal. Maybe I ought to just ignore that thing and, and move on. It's just they're never going to change, right? Uh, one guy talked about his wife. He couldn't stand the way she cut the carrots uh, for whatever reason. And so he taught her how to t- cut them the right way. And for about a week, she did the right way. And then she go back to the old way. He finally decided, I'm just going to be married to a crazy carrot-cutting person. And that's it. Move on. Nothing I can do about it. So. Dude, really? It, is that yeah. what you're staring? You, husbands, you shouldn't be staring at the way your wife cuts carrots. You should be staring at some other things. Gabish. Uh, yeah, yeah. All the stuff that's cutting the carrot is what you should be staring at. But not the actual carrot, right? You know, yeah. our world-famous marriage talk segment, by the way, on AM 1070, The Answer. As I said thousands of times, you hear him say, guys, look at your wife the way you did when y'all were first married. Amen. Probably couldn't keep your hands off each other. You probably had a little apartment, like we all did, 740 square feet. <laughs> you probably, like, couldn't wait to come home. You couldn't wait to get, you would, like, have lunch at home, if you know what I mean. You'd, you'd leave mm-hmm. the office or work. Come on, man. Anyway, all right, number three. Oh, I'm sorry, no, no, walk away from it. This is the sad part. I, I just, this breaks my heart when I, but anyway. Sometimes you need to walk away from a marriage. However, keep in mind that when couples in a, quote, worse marriage separate, it almost always ends in divorce. If you do choose to walk away, do so with a plan to try to rebuild the marriage, such as agreeing to it, to date each other. Don't date anyone else during the separation, Mr. Robert Kosick. Yeah, so, so let's just lay it out there. If you're separated, you're still married. All right, so you still have all the rules and regulations of, of what you should abide by uh, because you're married. Uh, a lot of people just throw that all out the window, separate. Oh, I can go be with anybody I want to be with and do anything I want. That's a stupid formula. I'll just put that out there. And uh, okay. but but if you go out there and you say, look, we, things are just too sensitive in the house. We're just on top of each other. We need time for the sunburn to heal a little bit. So let's go ahead and separate. You got to have a plan. The whole purpose of the separation is to rebuild the marriage. Hopefully, that's why you're separating. Uh, otherwise, just go get divorced. What's the point? Uh, but if you're going to try to rebuild it, give yourself time and date each other. I, I just had a meeting with a gentleman the other night, a business meeting, and he was telling me about his marriage. He said, seven years into the marriage, we separated. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that because, you know, that ends in divorce. He goes, yeah, ours did. We did get divorced. He said, but then we decided we're going to date each other. 
And so they did. They started dating each other, and they figured out, we really just don't like being with other people. We just like dating each other, so let's go ahead and get remarried. And they did. And they're now 30 years into their marriage, and things are great. Uh, But it took that separation with a plan of dating each other to rebuild that relationship. It's a a restart is all it is with the person you've already started building a foundation with. So if you have a plan, it's a great, great opportunity that you're going to be able to rebuild that marriage. If you don't have a plan... just go ahead and call the divorce lawyers because you're not going to do anything to help it. And there's a really, really high chance, better than 80% chance, you're going to wind up divorced anyway. And yeah, destroy everything that. for the kids and everything else. Mm-hmm. It's just, anyway. No, when I hear that women are separated or men are separated and they're running around and, well, I'm separated. It's like, no, dude. Come on. That's that. <clears throat> that that's the what Kamala Harris did with a married man. Yeah. It ain't right. It ain't uh, right. Um, it isn't right. Real quick, the next one is doing all three. Mr. Kostick writes on our world famous marriage talk segment. Address what can be addressed and changed, ignore what can't be changed, or really isn't that big of an issue. And if you have to separate, do so with a plan to rebuild. If all else fails, you'll be able to walk away knowing you did everything you could to, you know, for the marriage, Mr. Kosick. All right. So, so kind of what we were just saying just kind of summarizes it all. But the first thing I tell typically husbands, I have worked with them uh, more so than the wives, but with the husbands, I tell them, look, you made a commitment to honor the vow and to love your spouse unconditionally, period, said and done. She doesn't have to do anything to earn your love and, and your respect, period. I said, do those things. And if she still decides to walk away and then you flip it, if he still decides to walk away because the wife is doing everything she committed to do with her wedding vow, well, then you're off the hook. It's their problem. They chose to walk away, but you're not going to call the divorce lawyer. You're going to make them make that decision. It just makes it harder for them to walk away because the first thing they want to do is blame you. Well, I left because they were, you know, a jerk. Well, don't be a jerk. And then now they have to look at themselves and say, I left because I'm the jerk. It just makes it harder for them to walk away. So to kind of summarize it up, just just change what you can change and forget about what you can't change and um, try to fix uh, the marriage. If you have to separate, do it with a plan. And uh, don't be the one to walk. Real quick, our world um, right, You know, we're not going to have time. Do me a favor, go to the break, because I, but my fault, probably the intro, because we still got the hot and heavy marriage tip we didn't get to, and I'm, i got to get to the break now. So can you stick around for a second there, Mr. Kosick? Yes, I can. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you will get two for the price of one, segments of our world-famous marriage talk segment. You can follow along on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and it's the hot and heavy marriage tip, which it says, brush my legs. <laughs> I know, right? We'll get to that next. Aim 1070, the answer. Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033, the answer. It is blowing. Ah, uh, Dean Martin, I got, got a love keeping me warm. A storm. Let me get to the book. What do I care how much it may storm? Take it, Dean Parker shit. Hit the hook. I've got my love to keep me warm. <laughs> love it. My bad. I love our world famous marriage talk segment. It's what Hollywood hates. And the godless alt left and then the Satan driven newsrooms where we talk we, we we put marriage on a pedestal. As we should. And husbands should put their wives on a pedestal. Feminists hate that, by the way. And women, put your husbands on a pedestal. Be the secret service to the president. Love your spouse, your husband, or wife so much that you'll take a bullet for them. God, so many men are like, what? I wouldn't. So many wives are like, I don't care if he gets hit. 
That's why we have our World Famous Marriage Talk segment, Fridays, 8.30 Central. Now, we, I was all excited for the segment. We didn't get to the hot and heavy marriage tip. So we're extending it one more t- segment. Right, Mr. Kosick? Oh, yeah. Great Friday. Two for the price of one. <laughs> hot and heavy marriage tip. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Brush my legs. To help blood circulation, use a body brush <laughs> to stroke the skin in the direction of the heart. Begin at the feet and work your way up the legs. Brush from the fingertips towards the shoulder and use a circular motion on the stomach and lower back. Brushing will help get the blood flowing throughout the entire body. If a body brush isn't your cup of tea, a good massage using the same directional techniques will work as well. Just be sure to follow the direction of the muscle, incorporating both a brush and a massage into your time is even better. <laughs> yeah, so so no no hiding here, uh, no coding. It's just uh, good techniques. And uh, we used to do uh, massage tips uh, when we first started out. And uh, last week we introduced why, uh, sort of introduced why blood circulation, uh, hinted to why blood circulation is really important uh, for this type of your marriage. So we'll just have a couple of tips on how to get your blood circulating. And this one with the uh, brush uh, apparently works really, really well. Uh, the, the trick, though, is going to and, and getting the blood flowing through the whole body and not stopping halfway through the process is uh, uh, the difficult part. But it's one of those things where you got to get the blood flowing, and this is a great way to do it. So uh, just yeah, another tip those, to help you in that area. I'm one of those pull-over-at-the-road midway through kind of guys, so I don't think Princess would agree. Yeah. Would you going to finish? No. Yeah. No, no, it's kind of like way back when when we talked about the red line, when Obama had his red line, you get moving the red line, you're like, oh, I do that all the time. They're at stop here with the foot massage. I ain't stopping there. <laughs> so, you know, then it became a knee massage and a thigh massage, and, you know, that was That's right. So, yeah, no red, no red line. So, <laughs> And also, for this tip from uh, Mr. Kosick, you know, to help the blood circulation, get a brush or fingers, this is not something you do in the kitchen real quick. I guess this is going to, you're going to need to set aside some time. Get a yep. babysitter, give the kids, you know, something to watch or video games. or so. You're going to need a little time here, right? This is not a hit it and get it up. And, and that's all part of it, too, right? Because everything enhances that time together. If you just rush into that time together, which has to happen sometimes, uh, you know, you, the kids are you know doing something out for a while and you only got a really short period of time. But if you have time, this is all about connecting and all about bonding with your spouse and the emotional connection as well as the physical connection. And all these kind of things that we do in this section really is to really help with that emotional bond as well. Because if you have a really, really strong emotional bond, all that stuff we talked about in the last segment about a worse marriage becomes a great marriage because you get through all of it all. Nothing is a big problem. It's, it's like, okay, it's another thing we need to work on. We'll work on it and get past it because we're so emotionally bonded, so strong that all these areas get so much better. And this is one of those particular areas that's really, really better when the emotional bond is strong as well as the physical. So so it all helps with that and enhances that a little bit. And think about it. And not, and not only is it fun, if you're doing a uh, brush my... <laughs> I'm so middle school. If you're doing a brush brush my legs thing, as Mr. Kosick writes, but that little act that could take, I don't know, for some seven minutes, for another seven hours, can save generations of aggravation in your family. And what do I mean by that? We watched a family where, you know, one ran off and uh, they both got remarried and they got kids and it turned into a giant mess. So obviously, sometimes it works. This is one of the times it's not working. We're watching it. It is painful 
And and if only yeah. you had just done that brush my legs thing, where you all ditch the kids, have a couple drinks, put on some Dean Martin, hoorah. Have a great time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's also, you're saving generations of aggravation and trouble and and dark times ahead. Oh, folks, gosh, yeah, because, yeah. you know, divorce rate goes through the roof. Um, and, and unfortunately, I know people are divorced and not trying to give anybody a guilt trip. But uh, divorce rate for kids, uh, it goes through the roof uh, 60%, 70% um, higher uh, after their parents get divorced. It's, it's they doesn't mean they're going to get divorced, but it's much more difficult to not because they say, well, they bailed out, so I can bail out. And it's just you're just setting a precedent that you, you really don't want to set. And so you just you should try to avoid that at all costs. And I know it's going to happen. There, there are some times, like we talked before, only one spouse is even willing to work at it and, and things go south. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where you want to try to do it because I think of it this way, and, and I thought about doing a tip like this, but I'll just do it really simple. It's, you know, you buy, your, your spouse can say, kiss my butt. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing. It depends on the status of the marriage, right? She, your spouse can say that while sitting with divorce lawyers, or she can say it when you're getting ready to retire for the night. You, you choose Hoorah. which one you want. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was a great second segment. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Listen, the, the third hour will be done by Chuck and Tom. Yeah. I'll be back uh, Monday. No, got to swing, swing by the hair shop and pick up a new brush, huh? That's right. <laughs> and don't use the one. Don't use the one under the kitchen sink. Oh no! Yeah, get the soft uh, bristle. Definitely get the soft America, Our world famous marriage talk segment for the fifteenth of January comes to an end. Remember what Hollywood hates, what the godless alt left hate, what the dirty people in the newsrooms hate. We put up on a pedestal, and that's marriage, man and woman coming together, and the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and the steaminess of marriage that we talk about. They're not allowed to. Mr. Kosick, my wingman, all these years. Have a blessed and wonderful and brush-driven weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday. Absolutely. You have a blessed weekend, Sam. Thank you, buddy. Back in a second. America, J.P. Pritchard has the news next hour. Three on the way.